0: What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you already know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always, you can find my podcast on all podcast platforms. If you're trying to just listen, it's on all podcast platforms. Uh, Go listen to it. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Rate, review, all on podcast platforms, comment, do it all, man. I would love it so much. Um, If you want to see the video with me talking... (laughs) Uh, YouTube brand new show. Uh, shout out to everybody that is uh going crazy right now on my YouTube channel because I just put another short out for this upcoming episode tonight. Uh, good kid, mad city versus Damn. Uh, is gonna be dropping tonight. Uh, and so many people are literally going crazy on that uh, uh short right now. So, uh, if you are subscribing, or following anything, man, thank you, appreciate it. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it when it comes out tonight. I got. You know, so many things. And also, obviously, social media is brand new show on Instagram and TikTok. I uh, got to post pretty much a recap of the podcast episodes I did this week, uh, last week, I should say, and get ready for this upcoming week. And I hope you guys enjoy that. Well, let's get into it because today is a lifetime, life and times with music. Uh, like I said yesterday, a lot of the, a lot of, I, I got to start doing these podcast episodes because. The app I'm using is starting to say, hey, we're not going to be you know, dropping episodes every week these upcoming weeks because Christmas is around the corner and New Year's. So you got to hurry up and get these episodes up and so uh, be cautious of it. So I am uh, about to work my ass off these next couple of days uh, and get these episodes up and loaded and done. But first, I got to record them. So hope you guys bear with me for these upcoming episodes. Um, yesterday, I did three episodes. Yesterday, today, I'm going to try to do two um maybe three uh depending on how nfl goes tonight uh but these i'm gonna try to do these next two episodes this this is pretty easy than this album left at life and times of music uh i'm doing the album i said i would do it after uh i did i actually did the damn uh good kid mad city versus damn uh review so here we go so tonight today i should say I will be doing an album. Yesterday, I did the weekend. I did the entire episode on the weekend. Well, right now, I'm about to get into an album from another one of my favorite artists. Uh, And this album was incredible when it first came out. 24K Magic, Bruno Mars. Um, One of the best albums of 2016. He even won a Grammy of, uh, you know, uh, this album, album of the year. Uh, I think he also won for a song of the year. I think he also won either song or record of the year. One of the two. I know he I know he was up for three. I don't think he won all three. I think he lost to Childish Gambino. I think he lost one of those to Childish Gambino. Um I wanna say Redbone or This Is America. I think he lost This Is America. He lost to Childish Gambino because he had This Is America, but I think this is what I this is what I like was I the song that was nominated. But uh in that. But he did take two of those big awards home. Uh, so yeah, uh this album was incredible, man. Um uh, twenty sixteen was a great year for music uh The weekend dropped Starboy uh Drake dropped Views and Bruno Mars dropped this <laughs> Bruno Mars dropped this 24k magic man Bruno Mars have always had a collection of great music I mean every time he's dropped I've loved every album that he's pretty much put out I've always related to some songs on his projects um do wops and hooligans you know with just the way you are, or grenade or runaway baby or uh um lunca star blues first <sighs> thought Bruno Mars talking to the moon, yeah man that album was, was incredible count on me uh and then you know uh unorthodox underdox uh, unorthodox jukebox, uh which was another great one gorilla. If I was your man, uh, uh, young wild girls, like, yeah, he has some hits on that motherfucker, too. God damn, god damn, when you think about it. Um, (laughs) uh, but this album right here was the album that I think solidified that Bruno Mars is a bad motherfucker, you should not fuck with him at all in the industry. um, and, uh, I don't know if I would do a versus with Bruno Mars, but if I do do a versus, this probably would be the album that I do it with and I'd probably do it against, uh, wops and hooligans. Uh, if I really, yeah, I might do it with Do wops and hooligans. So this might be one of the albums I do a versus with Bruno Mars with because both of those albums were incredible and they're very short and I can really get into them. So, um, but let's get into it. Let's, as I, as I say. Um, 2016 Bruno Mars actually started this era of what 2016 was going to be 24k Magic with 2015's hit Uptown Funk if you actually listen to Uptown Funk this is kind of what the beginning of the 24k Magic sound was going to become and he did it in an incredible way and then uh, the first single off of the project is actually the the title track of the entire album 24k Magic I remember seeing this video on I forgot. This is again 2016, so videos were literally limited on TV. But I remember watching it and being like, "Yo, this shit is crazy." He's in Vegas with his dudes, man, with the hooligans, and um, they're just going up and down. Vegas going crazy, man. This man has a guy literally driving in the Vegas pool, the, the mass of the incredible Vegas pool that they always have on certain videos and fights and shit. The the montage. Uh, uh, you know, Poole, uh you know, he's got a guy that's literally jet skiing on the fucking thing. It's like, what the fuck is this? Like, this shit was so crazy, man. 24K Magic, the song, was such an incredible hit. uh It starts off this, ep- this album so well. It actually creates the energy out the gate and you think, man, this, if this is what this album about to sound like, shit. You know, like, shit. Um, it was an incredible song, man. An incredible song. Um, just the landscape of the album was pretty much predicated in this just one song, man. It was a great song. It started it off perfectly. It was a beautiful title track to start us album off. Twenty Four K Magic was an incredible song, and 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 you could tell that people was like, oh, he he got it. Like this shit, this shit sounds completely different than what we just heard from him in 2012, 2013. Like, you gotta remember, this is like a three-year time span from when he dropped Unorthodox Jukebox. So this is a completely different album, different person, different anything. And it's just, it's kind of ironic because I actually said, that yeah, I was like, man, because I was actually listening a lot to Bruno Mars around the time. And I was like, man, what the fuck is he gonna drop an album? And then this song came out and I was like, oh <laughs> I was like, oh <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like um, yeah. Then it goes into the, tr- the second track, Chunky. Ooh, that shit fire. Uh, Yeah, man. This this fucking album is a great fucking album, man. When you listen to all of the songs, man. Shit. To be nine songs, and that's the beauty of this album I think I love about this album, too, is that it's not that many songs. It's nine. It's consistent. It's right to the point. Get your shit. Get your shit what you need to say. And it reminds you of when Thriller, I said this about the weekend yesterday, Thriller and when Michael Jackson would create music, he would just do 10 songs. He just. Give you what you needed to hear and dip the fuck out. And this album was perfect. It kind of you wanted more, but you also like, I'm kind of cool with what I got. Hi, Chunky was an incredible song, man. Uh, he just, he just, he just knows how to create. And I think that that's the thing about him and the Hooligans are one of the best fucking things that happened in music in the last decade. Them dudes know how to create. They are one of the best. to bounce the music off of each other, and for him to be such an incredible songwriter, Chunky was one of those songs. Perm, I remember doing. He track three, Perm, when he did this at the BT Awards in 2016. Yeah, it was 2016, 2016, 2017, and he opened up the award show. Perm, and it was just like, damn, this dude. Like the fact that he's dancing, killing it. Like, oh, that show is fire. Hot, calm, hot. Woo. <laughs> it's my birthday. No, it ain't. <laughs> I still look good, though. Hot, come, hot. Yeah, this shit was an incredible fucking album. man. Purr was one of those songs that you just knew was just on top of another level, man. Those first two songs, those first three songs, like, I put up against any other three songs that I've seen or heard, or done these things with. Because these three songs, like, just the energy, it was just, you couldn't hate this album out the gate. Like, it was like, God. Damn, this fucking album was fire! And track four, it just took it to another level. Like that's what I like. Now, yes, this song definitely got super played out because it got so much airtime and so much shit. But when you isolate it and you go back and just listen to this body of work, and you go listen to just just this track on the album, you understand why this song was so fucking popular. It was every fucking where for good fucking reason, man. That's what I like was just a different type of level of the video then he, you see him perform it, and filmed at the Grammys, and you could just tell how this song was just a hit. I think it was a little bit of, it was an old, it was an homage to the old school, but it was also a little bit ahead of its time because I think a lot of artists nowadays can't even put a song like that together where you get the nostalgia, the nostalgic feel of, of the, of the, of the uptown funk, you know, you know, New Jack Swing feel, and then you still kind of relate it to what this new era is with the music, and it's kind of like, you could tell that an artist like this has studied this game so well, man, and that's what I like, was just a different fucking level, like I said, this was different, man. It's just it's just a different type of feel. That's what I like, which is on a different fucking platform when it came to music. And the way Bruno just continuously creates this music, I feel like this album just inco- it, it it embodied why 2016 was different than any other music year for me in a, in a, in a sense. But also why he's different, and when it comes to a lot of artists, because a lot of artists they give them they give. This is why I say it was the best, because this was one of the best albums. He literally went old school this entire album. And we didn't complain about it, not one bit. He didn't go sample shit. He didn't he made it like a new modern day old school feel. He made it like a new modern day New Jack Swing. And I think a lot of people prodigate it a lot. And if you actually came with uh New Jack Swing, if you know growing up in the nineties, like I did it, New Jack Swing was just a different type of level, man. New Jackson was just a different type of level. um, Which goes into Versace on the floor. The video was cool. Sorry. The video was cool. Uh, And that's what I want to do when it, when it comes to the song. I'll just throw the pin down. Versace on the floor was just a different type of level with the with the music too, man. Um, The way he created this song and the, the ability that he has when he does songs like this. The video too sold me automatically. I mean Zendaya, Zendaya, is literally in this music video. That's like, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't lose with this music video, what you know? <laughs> you couldn't lose with the music video, and the song was such a great song. When I first heard it, I was like, yeah, this shit fire, man. This is, I was like, again, motherfucker, don't miss track six it's probably my favorite song off this project, and it is straight up and down. It's my favorite song off this project. It's not even close. Um, I love a lot of these songs, but straight up and down for some kind of reason, when I first heard it, it just was like, this shit hit different. It felt like the 90s. It felt like that old r and I grew up on. You know what I'm saying? Like that That Tevin Campbell, Can, I, can We Talk? To, like, it felt like that, you know, old Usher. Like, it just felt like that to me, man. It felt like some old guy, new addition, you know. And it was just like, yeah, this shit this shit hit different, man. And I love this about this song. It's probably why I loved it so much because it reminded me of what I grew up on. And Straight Up and Down is one of those songs that you just automatically know when you hear it. it you instantly grab, gravitate towards it when you hear it. And, you know, it just has that feel, man. Track seven, Calling Out My Lovelies. Is the dopest song because it's it's such a funny ass play on words. <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny when you listen to the song. He's trying to be a player, but it's just like he's still pining after this one person, this one girl, man. And then you hear Holly Berry. He got Holly Berry on his song. There ain't that many motherfuckers that can pull off getting holly berry on any song let alone <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so to have holly berry on the end of this song speaking on the oh man that shit instant one um uh track eight finesse everybody knows the remix to finesse and that's what Cardi beat but actually again these vid- the videos also won these this award this album to me this, these videos for this album was incredible you know, you go in, like, he literally showed you that this is about the 90s. And he goes back to one of the childhood shows I grew up on in the 90s, 11 Color, Finesse, with the music video with call B, beat. It's like you see that this is what that album was about. It was incorporating what he learned and grew up on. And that's the, that's the 90s, man. And Finesse was one of those songs, man. Everybody, like I said, everybody knows the remix. The song entirely is just incredible. The original and the remix. Both songs are incredible would have made the video better if he had actually somebody from Eleven Colors, like Jim Carrey or Jamie Foxx or somebody come actually out or something, do something with him. Hey, man, all in all, man, Finesse is a fucking grapple song. Too Good to Say Goodbye. Again, perfect closeout. It's perfect. It ends this whole project. This is a short episode because this album is short, but it's not a short episode because I could talk about this album for a good bit. Bruno Mars is one of the best artists in the game, man. He's one of those guys. People can hate on it, say whatever. I've, I've heard even people call him a culture vulture, all of this shit. But you cannot deny that this man is one of the best fucking – he's the closest thing to Prince we got. Not Michael Jackson, Prince. He's the closest thing to Prince we got. He plays his own instruments. He writes his own songs. He creates his own shit. He does his own shit. He's the closest thing to Prince we got in this era. And for people that try to always, and I always said this, Bruno Mars is like Prince, The weekend is like Michael Jackson, if I had to pick like that. And I know people are going to get on here and they're going to see this when I post it and they're going to say, Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> I'm listening to the music and also the ability that they have created and the opportunities that they have done with their music and how how. Now, even in the little space that they've had to create their shit, they always leave memories. Bruno Mars is the prince of this era, and people could hate it, and you go make him mad at me. You talk shit, but I don't give a fuck. Bruno Mars is the closest thing we got to prince in this era. The way this man could constantly finds new ways to invent himself. When he got tired of doing his own shit. He goes teams up with Anderson Paak and they do Silk Sonic and this shit is even bigger and even massive. And now next time he drops his own solo album, you're gonna have to literally listen to this shit and really closely because it's like, what else can this man fucking physically do to make you more of a fan of his? This album just 100% solidified that Bruno Mars is one of the best artists in the game, man. He's one of those guys. The Grammys didn't do shit but show you exactly what it's always been. From, like I said, his debut album, Doo-Wops and Hooligans, even when he was doing Billionaire with Travi McCoy in the, in, the, in the Billionaire song, Popped Off, or him writing Fuck You for CeeLo Green. Like, he knows how to do this shit, man. He's one of the best to fucking do it. Lighters with him and Eminem and Royce Five 5'9". Like, this man has always done great things. Him and Little Wayne on Mirror. Bruno Mars has always been one of my favorite artists because of this reason. And, it, and, and this album, again, continuously shows people why he's the best artist in the game and nobody else. When he drops, you might as well sit your ass on the sideline. There's a lot of artists that you always hear that people say that when they release the album, you should just not release that day. Like Drake, Taylor Swift, Adele, Beyonce, shit like that. Bruno Mars is that artist that if you are an artist, don't drop on his day because his shit is going to eventually overtake your sound and he's going to completely wipe you off the face of the music, so he's one of those guys, he's one of the best to ever do it, man and um yeah, he's the modern day Prince, I really do feel that way man, and um like I say all the time, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this I got one more Life and Times music to record uh, for the end of the year, or two because I gotta do the music review show of 2022 but next one up is uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Kanye West versus Graduation, Ooh it's going down, it's going down, until then man, hope you guys enjoy this, peace.